Shalom. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast following the weekly Torah portions and including readings from other portions of scripture as well. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday, the 21st of April, and the 30th of Nisan on the Hebrew calendar. Today is also Rosh Hodesh and day 15 of counting the Omer. Our Torah portions today are from the Tazria, which means she will conceive, and Metzora, meaning leper. Before we begin our readings, let us thank and bless God for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Our first reading today is from the Torah, and we're going to be reading from Leviticus chapter 14, verse 33, through Leviticus chapter 15, verse 15. Leviticus in Hebrew is Vayikra. And so as you find your page, I will start reading. The Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, When you have come into the land of Canaan, which I give to you for a possession, and I put a mark of Zara'at on a house in the land of your possession, then he who owns the house shall come and tell the Kohen, saying, There seems to be some sort of plague in the house. The Kohen shall command that they empty the house before the Kohen goes in to examine the plague, that all that is in the house not be made unclean. After, the Kohen shall go in to inspect the house, and he shall examine the plague, and behold, the plague is in the walls of the house with hollow streaks, greenish or reddish, and it appears to be deeper than the wall. Then the Kohen shall go out of the house to the door of the house, and shut up the house seven days. And the Kohen shall come again on the seventh day and look. If the plague has spread in the walls of the house, then the Kohen shall command that they take out the stones in which is the plague and cast them into an unclean place outside of the city. And he shall cause the inside of the house to be scraped all around and the plaster that they scrape off, they shall dump in an unclean place outside the city. They shall take other stones and put them in the place of those stones, and he shall take other plaster and shall plaster the house. If the plague comes again and breaks out in the house after he has taken out the stones and after he has scraped the house and after it was plastered, then the Kohen shall come in and look. And behold, if the plague has spread in the house it is a contagious zara'at in the house. It is unclean. He shall break down the house, its stones, and its timber, and all the plaster of the house. He shall carry them out of the city into an unclean place. Moreover, he who goes into the house while it is shut up shall be unclean until the evening. He who lies down in the house shall wash his clothes. 
and he who eats in the house shall wash his clothes. But if the Kohen comes in and examines it, and behold, the plague has not spread in the house, after the house was plastered, then the Kohen shall pronounce the house clean, because the plague is healed. To cleanse the house, he shall take two birds, cedarwood, scarlet, and hyssop. He shall kill one of the birds in an earthen vessel, overrunning with water. He shall take the cedarwood, the hyssop, the scarlet, and the living bird, and dip them in the blood of the slain bird, and in the running water, and sprinkle the house seven times. And he shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird, and with the running water, with the living bird, with the cedarwood, with the hyssop, and with the scarlet. But he shall let the living bird go out of the city into the open field. So shall he make atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is the Torah for any plague of Zara'at, and for an itch, and for the contagious Zara'at of a garment, and for a house, and for swelling, and for scab, and for a bright spot, to teach when it is unclean and when it is clean. This is the Torah of Zara'at. And the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, and tell them, When any man has a discharge from his body, because of his discharge, he is unclean. And this shall be his uncleanness in his discharge, whether his body runs with his discharge, or his body has stopped from his discharge. It is his uncleanness. Every bed on which he who has the discharge lies shall be unclean. And everything he sits on shall be unclean. And whoever touches his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water. And be unclean until the evening. He who sits on anything on which the man who has the discharge sat shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in the water and be unclean until the evening. He who touches the body of him who has the discharge shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. If he who has the discharge spits on him who is clean, then he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. Whatever saddle he who has the discharge rides on shall be unclean. And whoever touches anything that was underneath him shall be unclean until the evening. He who carries those things shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. Whomever he who has the discharge touches without having rinsed his hands in water, he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. And the earthen vessel, which he who has the discharge touches, shall be broken, and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water. And when he who has a discharge is cleansed of his discharge, then he shall count to himself seven days for his cleansing, and wash his clothes, and he shall bathe his flesh in running water, and shall be clean. On the eighth day, he shall take two turtle doves or two young pigeons and come before the Lord to the door of the tent of meeting and give them to the Kohen. 
The Kohen shall offer them, the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. And the Kohen shall make atonement for him before the Lord for his discharge. This concludes the readings in Leviticus. Our second part of reading in the Torah today comes from Numbers. And we're going to read chapter 28, verses 11 through 15. Again, this is Bamidbar, chapter 28, verses 11 through 15. At each Rosh Hodesh, you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish, and three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for each bull, and two-tenth parts of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for the one ram, and one-tenth part of the fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering of a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Their drink offering shall be half a hen of wine for a bull, the third part of a hen for the ram, and the fourth part of a hen for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every Rosh Hadesh throughout the months of the year. Also, one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord shall be offered in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. And now we've finished our Torah readings, so we are going to move on to the prophets. Today's reading in the prophets is from Isaiah chapter 49. This is Yeshayahu chapter 49. Listen, O islands, to me. Listen, you peoples, from afar. The Lord has called me from the womb. From the inside of my mother, he has mentioned my name. He has made my mouth like a sharp sword. He has hidden me in the shadow of his hand. He has made me a polished shaft. He has kept me close in his quiver. He said to me, You are my servant, Israel, in whom I will be glorified. But I said, I have labored in vain. I've spent my strength in vain for nothing. Yet surely the justice due to me is with the Lord and my reward with my God. And now the Lord says, he who formed me from the womb to be his servant says to bring Jacob again to him and to gather Israel to him. For I am honorable in the eyes of the Lord, and my God has become my strength. He says, It is too light a thing that you should be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob, and to restore the preserved of Israel. I will also give you as a light to the nations, that you may be my salvation to the end of the earth. This is what the Lord says the Redeemer of Israel and His Holy One, to Him whom man despises, to Him whom the nation abhors, to a servant of rulers. Kings shall see and rise up, princes, and they shall worship. 
because of the Lord who is faithful, even the Holy One of Israel who has chosen you. This is what the Lord says. I've answered you in an acceptable time. I've helped you in a day of salvation. I will preserve you and give you for a covenant of the people to raise up the land, to make them inherit the desolate heritage, saying to those who are bound, come out to those who are in darkness, show yourselves. They shall feed along the paths and their pasture shall be on all treeless heights. They shall not hunger nor thirst, neither shall the heat nor sun strike them. For he who has mercy on them will lead them. He will guide them by springs of water. I will make all my mountains a road, and my highways shall be exalted. Behold, these shall come from afar, and behold, these from the north and from the west, and these from the land of Sinim. Sing, O heavens, be joyful, O earth, break out into singing, O mountains, for the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on his afflicted. But Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me, Adonai has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. Behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. Your children hurry. Your destroyers and those who devastated you will leave you. Lift up your eyes all around and see. All these gather themselves together and come to you. As I live, says the Lord, you shall surely clothe yourself with them all as with an ornament and dress yourself with them like a bride. For as for your waste and your desolate places and your land that has been destroyed, surely now that land will be too small for the inhabitants and those who swallowed you up will be far away. The children of your bereavement will say in your ears, This place is too small for me. Give me a place to live in. Then you will say in your heart, Who has conceived these for me, since I have been bereaved of my children, and am alone, an exile, and wandering back and forth? Who has brought these up? Behold, I was left alone. Where were these? This is what the Lord, the Lord says. Behold, I will lift up my hand to the nations and lift up my banner to the peoples. They shall bring your sons in their bosom and your daughters shall be carried on their soldiers. Kings shall be your foster fathers and their queens, your nursing mothers. They will bow down to you with their faces to the earth and lick the dust off of your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord, and those who wait for me shall not be disappointed. Shall the plunder be taken from the mighty, 
or the lawful captives be delivered? But this is what the Lord says. Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the plunder retrieved from the fierce. For I will contend with him who contends with you, and I will save your children. I will feed those who oppress you with their own flesh, and they will be drunk on their own blood as with sweet wine. Then all flesh shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. That completes our readings in the Prophets today from Yeshayahu. Now we are going to move on to the writings. And this is in Job chapter 6 or Eov chapter 6. Beginning in verse 1. Then Job answered and said, Oh, that my anguish were weighed, and all my calamity laid in the balances. For now it would be heavier than the sand of the seas. Therefore have my words been rash. For the arrows of Shaddai are within me. My spirit drinks up their poison. The terrors of God set themselves in array against me. Does the wild donkey bray when he has grass? Or does the ox low over his fodder? Can that which has no flavor be eaten without salt? Or is there any taste in the white of an egg? My soul refuses to touch them. There is loathsome food to me. Oh, that I might have my request, that God would grant the thing that I long for, even that it would please God to crush me that he would let loose his hand and cut me off. Let still be my consolation. Let me exult in pain that does not spare, that I have not denied the words of the Holy One. What is my strength that I should wait? What is my end that I should be patient? Is my strength the strength of stones? Or is my flesh of bronze? It is not that I have no help in me, that wisdom is driven quite from me. To him who is ready to faint, Hasid should be shown from his friend, even to him who forsakes the fear of Shaddai. My brothers have dealt deceitfully as a brook, as the channel of brooks that pass away which are black by reason of the ice, in which the snow hides itself. In the dry season, they vanish. When it is hot, they are consumed out of their place. The caravans that travel beside them turn away. They go up into the waste and perish. The caravans of Tima looked. The companies of Sheba waited for them. They were distressed because they were confident. They came there and were confounded. For now you are nothing. You see a terror and are afraid. Did I say, give to me? Or offer a present for me from your substance? Or 
deliver me from the adversary's hand or redeem me from the hand of the oppressors, teach me and I will be silent. Cause me to understand my error. How forcible are words of uprightness. But your reproof, what does it reprove? Do you intend to reprove words, since the speeches of one who is desperate are as wind? Would you even cast lots for the fatherless and make merchandise of your friend? Now, therefore, be pleased to look at me, for surely I will not lie to your face. Please return. Let there be no injustice, and return again. My cause is righteous. Is there injustice on my tongue? Cannot my taste discern mischievous things? This concludes our reading in the writings from Eov or Job chapter 6. Moving on, we're going to read in the Apostles. This is our final reading this morning in 1 Peter chapter 4. We're in Kepha, chapter 4. Therefore, since Messiah suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind, for he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that you no longer should live the rest of your time in the flesh for the lusts of men, but for the will of God. For we have spent enough of our past time doing the desire of the Gentiles, and have walked in lewdness, lusts, drunkenness, revelries, carousings, and abominable idolatries. They think it strange that you do not run with them into the same excess of riot, blaspheming. They will give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For to this end, the good news was preached, even to the dead, that they might be judged indeed as men in the flesh, but live as to God in the spirit. But the end of all things is near. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for prayer. And above all things, be earnest in your love among yourselves. For love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling, as each one has received a gift. Employ it in serving one another as good managers of the Hasid of God in its various forms. If anyone speaks, let it be as it were the very words of God. If anyone serves, let it be as of the strength which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Yeshua the Messiah, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Beloved, do not be astonished at the fiery trial which has come upon you to test you, as though a strange thing happened to you. But because you are partakers of Messiah's sufferings, rejoice that at the revelation of his glory, you also may rejoice with exceeding joy. If you are insulted for the name of Messiah, you are 
blessed because the Ruach of glory and of God rests on you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. For let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer or a meddler in other men's matters. But if one of you suffers for being a messianic, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. For the time has come for judgment to begin with the household of God. It begins first with us. What will happen to those who do not obey the good news of God? And if it is hard for the righteous to be saved, what will happen to the ungodly and the sinner? Therefore, let them also who suffer according to the will of God in doing good entrust their souls to him as to a faithful creator. That concludes our readings together from the apostles today in Kipha chapter 4 or 1 Peter chapter 4. However, if you are going to read through the apostles twice this year, you also will read Matthew chapter 9, Marityahu chapter 9. It has been a joy and an honor to read with you. His word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Sarah Ruth with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time. Mm-hmm.